Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, golfers. Your tea time awaits. It's the Tea to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green on WGR is presented by Woods to Wedges, by Michelob Ultra, by the Western New York PGA, by Custom Turf, and by our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantara, and Briarwood. It's time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Minas. 7 o'clock, good morning. It is the Tee to Green Golf Show right here on WGR Sports Radio 550. We are on the air live this morning at beautiful Niagara Falls Country Club here in Lewiston, New York. We're here for the final round of the 2018 Porter Cup. Round 4 is this morning. In fact, players are just being sent off the first tee as we speak. The first group out. Uh, the leaders will go off at 11.50 this morning. We'll, of course, be talking a lot about the Porter Cup over the course of the next two hours. Again, with it being Majors Week on the PGA Tour, it's the Open Championship at Carnoustie. Uh, we bring you two hours. Coincides with the Porter Cup. Gives us a lot to talk about over the course of the next two hours here. So we're looking forward to being with you here on WGR on T to Green. Uh, we'll be speaking, as we said, on the Porter Cup. We'll give you our thoughts on it. And we'll be having tournament director Cassie Stein joining us coming up at 7.30. We'll, give her, we'll get her take on uh, what has gone on so far in the first three rounds. So looking forward to hearing her insight on what's gone on so far. We'll get our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. More information on our upcoming Duster Challenge, the great putting contest at Fox Valley on Friday, August 3rd. That's all coming your way here along the way. And a lot on what's going on at the Open Championship uh, that uh, is already underway. So lots to get to here. Kevin Sylvester, Jeff Bedis with me as well. I'm Brian Colziel. Kevin, good morning. Good morning, guys. Uh, excited to be here. Uh, you know, We're right by the putting green in front of the pro shop here at the Niagara Falls Country Club, and it's cool to see these collegiate golfers starting to go through the warm-ups. Uh, all the, you know, all the different bags from all the different schools uh, lined up. Uh, I was here for the Ham-Am day, and that was kind of cool to see. And also on the range, all the uh, collegiate colors. Uh, it's one of my favorite weeks of the year, Porter Cup. Yeah, no doubt. Jeff Medes, PGA Pro, good morning. Good morning, and the cool breeze feels very nice today, too. We haven't had a lot of those lately. It is fun to be around here. When you step on the uh, the property here, you feel the excitement. You see the people buzzing around everywhere, the volunteers, the rules officials. The scoreboard looks great. Like you said, the putting green's a buzz with a bunch of young guys who are excited about playing this round today. Uh, great day to be here. Yeah, it'd be fun to be playing, wouldn't it? It would be. The, yeah. it, uh, it is nice weather. Yeah. And they've had pretty good weather here overall. I know that in years past, that's one thing that – Seems as though they haven't drawn great luck sometimes with, you know, whether it's uh, lightning delays or rain delays or things like that. But this year overall, it's been pretty good weather. And, you know, we've got a pretty good tournament going on right now. And 
Uh, we'll talk about some of the players and the scores and the information if you're thinking about coming out here today. Uh, but this event is in its 60th year, the Porter Cup. And, uh, Kevin, I know that, you know, we've been up here. I haven't been here for all 60. A, you've not been here for all 60. I wasn't going there. That's a lot of ham-ams. I, I, yeah. I, I did pause, which opened the door for that. But, no, I wasn't going there. But I, what I was going to say is we've been here doing our show on the Saturday morning of the final round quite a few years now in a row. And for, let's let's face it, any event that takes this much effort community support, you know, whatever the venue, even beyond sports, like in Western New York, this is one of the events that uh, that you sh- that uh, I think uh, this area should be proud of. Well, it, it certainly should. Uh, all the names that have come through here and, and played, and you get treated to um, the top amateurs coming to play here, and many uh, before you know, they go on to their professional careers. And, you know, there's, uh, I just think of uh, Wierenski, right, Richie? Wier- Wier- I can't even say his name. Wierenski. Wierenski, yes. Uh, a recent <laughs> winner here that, you know, has won on the Web.com tour. Is saw him at the John Deere Classic, uh, his dad there. And um, so you're going to see players here who are going to be professional golfers that you're going to watch someday, perhaps in the Open Championship, uh, which is also being played. You know, the other thing, too, the members uh, should be commended for all that they put into this because you can't just say, okay, we're going to host an event at a private club. Hey, Jeff, as you know, right, the members have to be on board with giving up uh, the golf course the prime times during a week in the summer. Our golf season's short, and the membership here says, all right, yeah, we'll we'll have, well, they have the, the, the women's uh, Porter Cup, they have the men's Porter Cup, senior Porter Cup, um, so they're carrying on that tradition, and many of them host players in their homes, too. So they're all on board with this. Yeah, this is not like running your club championship or an invite at your club. This is this is on a scale, I don't know how many times beyond that. And it's uh, it's run like a tour event. You know, as you walk around, you see all the, the tents and the scoreboard and the, all the things we talked about earlier. Uh, it is it is a big ask, but they do take a lot of pride in it, I imagine. And they built a beautiful brand here, and, it, and it's a great, it's a regional asset. So, so I know we're all thankful to them for, for giving up their course for the week, that's for sure. Well, and I'll tell Tradition-wise, so uh, I played with Trevor Holbert uh, the other day, and he is the son of Mike Holbert, who played 20-some-odd years in the PGA Tour. And Mike uh, uh, met us at the, the end of the round, and uh, he works for CBS, actually, uh, at golf, and I'm like, yeah, I've seen you out there. And we used to watch him play. Yes, yeah, yeah. right. We used to watch him play. He's from Elmira, uh, yeah. Mike is. So great him buddy. Joey Sindler, yes. Best friends, yes, right? Yes. So, um, But with Trevor, we were on hole 12, and I just said to him, hey, this is the whole Tiger ace in this event. I said, really? And I go, yeah. So, like, you just see how excited he was. Like, oh, great. I'm, I'm on the whole. Tiger Woods got an ace here. You know, so part of that tradition and history was of it, this event. Wasn't Mike Holbert the guy that putted one-handed on tour for a while? Do you remember that? He, uh, I believe, if I'm correct, Mike Holbert, because he had the yips, putted one-handed, right-handed for a while on tour and succeeded pretty well. Yeah, one-handers always go in. Yeah, because you're getting them. That's usually when they're good. Yeah, that's right. It it's yeah. usually not for birdie either. <laughs> no, it's usually – that is correct. It's usually not. Yeah. But, you know, you know there, there's a name that's in there. Um, I believe uh, uh, Len Matisse's son uh, was playing here. I'm, I'm looking for his name on this, but I know his name was on the, the list the other day. And how about uh, – what was last year's champion? Brandon Wu. Brandon Wu. He's he's in the event. He hasn't had uh, the same success this year. Well, he was. Uh, he played in the Web.com event, the Leecom. Yeah, yes, I was starting at that event. Saw him rip one off the first tee there. Man, he looks like a golfer. I want to. I want to mention um, in the penultimate group today because they're going off in threes at nine yeah. twenty a.m. We 
sports fan, you know his grandfather from one of the greatest upsets in college basketball history when Villanova beat Georgetown for the NCAA championship, Roland Massimino. Raleigh Massimino's grandson is in the penultimate group, so he plays at Kansas State. I mean, how cool is that? Absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of these kids are making their own names too. That's the thing. You know, five years from now, I'll be like, ah, remember we met that kid? He was at the red, blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. He'll be out there, as you said. Yeah, these guys are uh, they're creating their own names. It, if you're a golfer, we talk about it every year when we're here. If you're a golfer, if you got a kid that's in the golf, this is this is something cool. Let him come out and get the bug. You know, see yeah. what it's like to be to be around a, a tournament setup, to be on a tournament day. Yeah. Well, Brandon Wood the other day helped the clinic with the first tee of Western New York. The first tee kids were out here, and Wu and a couple other players were you know out. Uh, showing his kids how to hit chip shots and playing little games with them chip shot wise and uh, I was just neat to see I was talking to Tim Karch's uh, the coach for the first tee and uh, he just said yeah these kids are in awe to see you know some older kids college kids helping them out and a lot of them say I want to play in the Porter Cup someday which is exactly what you want them bingo right and the way uh, Brian Sun shot the other day at Tantara he might be Congratulations. I saw Thanks. the uh, tweet from uh, Mr. Snyder. Yeah, yeah, we had that conversation in the car. Yeah, there are guys time. in a club who can't break 50 for nine holes. Right. Lots yeah, of guys. He did a nice job. <laughs> He's playing for the Reds. But, hey. Right. No, he was... Be proud, buddy. No, was... Brian's son broke right. 50. He's eight years old for nine holes. He broke 50. He did, a, he did a nice job. We didn't really know until we added it up after the end, and then I was thinking, I'm like, I don't think you've ever broken 50 before. And I mean, we've only, honestly, we, as I was telling Jeff on the way up, we've only I've only been really actually – adding his score up just as of late um, because you, sometimes, you know, either pace of play or just other things like he's not finishing the hole or he's, you know. And, and Jeff, something like this that we talked about is something to encourage. Like, for for quite a bit of time here, like, he would hit his tee shot and you would encourage him. Like, he still, still can't reach the green. Like, tee it up again right in the fairway. Yeah. Let him hit his driver. Let him hit it as far as he can, that sort of because you know, it's thing. fun. It is fun. Because it's more fun to hit the driver than it is, when, especially when you're 8 or 9, than right. it is to, you know, let me chip the 7-iron down, be play, get in and play right. in front, son, where you have a good shot. No, and he's, let him rip it. And he's only got five clubs to choose from in his bag anyway because he's got the little junior set. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, he's – But, I, he, you know, you know how many golfers you're making cranky right now? They can't break 50, and they got 800 clubs in their locker. And, they can, <laughs> and some 8-year-olds beating them from the same tees. Brian, yeah. by the way, is selling sponsorships to his son's shirt. If you want the uh, left collar, yes, uh, that's for sale right that's now. Right. They're all up for bid. That's right. <laughs> you mentioned uh, you mentioned the, the groups going out here. Uh, the final group. The leaders are going out at 11.50, and that includes the leader, Thomas Walsh, uh, right now who has a three-shot lead on... No, I didn't flip my sheet over. No. You I know got, what? I got sheet one. I gave you sheet one All right. to get you going. Okay, That's so right. Roland Massimino is not in the penultimate group. <laughs> no, right. Ro- uh, but Massimino <laughs> is on my sheet over here somewhere. Oh, no, no, no. No, he's on the one. He's on your left. I thought That's that was right. two copies. No, I apologize. You think I look at golf tee sheets for a living. <laughs> You don't do that, do you? No. Thomas Walsh at 11.50, a three-shot lead. Thomas is from High Point, North Carolina. Uh, he leads Shea Wool's Cobb from Australia by three. And Tyler Strafasi is also in the final group. Uh, he leads Strafasi by five. So uh, Thomas Walsh has a chance here. He's been the leader since round two, at the end of round two. He's led at the end of round three. He's got a chance to, to join the list of... Many champions here that uh, have made their mark on it, and you know, as of note, if 
you know, we mentioned, and of course, you mentioned Tiger's played in this. Jason Day's played in it. Dustin Johnson's played in it. U.S. Open champion Brooks Kepka's played in it. But uh, even if you want to look at a more recent champion within the last decade, Brian Harmon has been a champion here. He could have won the U.S. Open last year when Kepka beat him out. Well, he played. He played well, and, yeah. and just. Uh... Uh, needed to make some putts down the stretch there and wasn't unable to, and, and Kepka was. Harmon's a fantastic player. I mean, for and for a little guy, he hits it plenty. He's like he's not the longest guy, but it's a plenty far, um, as most pros do. Like I, I always laugh when I say Joel Jordan speed's not uh, long off the tee. Well, compared to Dustin Johnson, he's not. But compared to everybody else, yeah, he's he's okay. You know, plenty uh, of distance. Yeah, plenty of distance, and and we're seeing that at the Open Championship right now um you know plenty of distance that these players have and the different ways they can play the golf course and i think this golf course is similar to that there are many holes you could play it five different ways to sunday uh you know on this golf course here at niagara falls country club much like at carnoustie you can hit iron off a tee you can hit driver off a tee you can hit uh hybrid you can you know and uh, it's a hard course to hold a lead you know if you're yes. not if you're not going under if you're not going low the guys behind you will catch you you got you're going to have to you're going to have to shoot under par if you're going to want. If he, if he wants to win today, he's going to have to be yeah. under par because those guys behind him are will probably shoot under par. Let's, yes. I mean, let's just, uh, you know, not that Gavin Hall wants to hear us bring this up, but let's talk about his last five tournaments where he's been a piece of that equation. He's either trying to chase and has been very close to doing it, or he's been in the lead okay. and hasn't had that great final round to finish. I mean, he's a name that we've been talking about. We were here last year talking about yeah. it for years here, that like, hey, this is his year, and you're right, you have to show up in this last round. And it, yeah, it, it, and sometimes you know he he might have been squeezing because I think this event of all of a lot of the amateur events, except for maybe the U.S. Amateur stuff like, but would be the one he'd want to win the most. So and he had a big crowd and fanfare and this and that. So it would be tougher to uh, tougher to do it that way. Like the Englishman in, in the English Open, you know, they're all over the newspaper from what I understand. Hey, it was the last Nick Faldo was the last Englishman to win the British Open or something like that. So he would have been a local that actually could have could have won the Porter Cup. So that was a lot of pressure. But this course is. You know, because the way it, the finishing holes, it could be some big swings. I was trying to think. Uh, yeah, Paul Lowry's Irish, correct? Or is he Scottish? I think he's Scottish. Scottish, Scottish. okay. Scottish. Yeah. Yes. yeah, Scottish. Yeah. By the way, who won the Open in 99 at Carnoustie? Well, he beat Van de Velde and Justin Leonard in the playoff. You That's know, right. And you know what? Did you see any of that documentary that they did on Van de Velde I did. the day before? It was really well done. Um, you you know, obviously a little more appreciation for him and his perspective and they went through the shots again. And, again, questioning his decision-making, I think, is extremely fair to do. However, you look at just some of the luck of how the bounce, the ball bounced on that hole, and you're like, well, yes, it was, I think, poor decision-making, but, boy, did he not get some good bounces along the way yeah, in there either. made a good putt. He, he did. did yeah, that's right. Yep. That was, yeah, that was, you know, that's the thing most people forget. The guy made a putt to... To get in. To have a chance. Yep. To still have a chance. Like, most people, I mean, he was a deer in headlights, right, when it was happening. Like, just that stunned look on his face, and you're like, wow, th this guy, you're just looking at him like, oh, my, you, you felt for him. Right? I, I remember thinking, what's his caddy doing? Take, right. Get, no, here, I'm going to break this club. Go tin cup on him. You know, you're not hitting this. Well, um, part right. of, part of uh, I, Jeremy White this morning, or uh, earlier this week on our station when I was joining him, he had said that, he was reading something about it that when they went back to film some of the things for the documentary that they actually had him play the hole with a putter this week because it's so dry. So hard, yeah. And he said, just all you have is your putter. And he made six, which is the score he needed. 
He did it. He played it three times, and one of the times with his putter, he did make a six with just playing the putter the whole way. They made him play it three times. So. <laughs> That's well, he. I guess yeah. he was trying to see if he could do it, and <laughs> I, he's kind of, he's kind of in some way. He says, embraced it in the sense of like, look, you know, I could be miserable about it the rest of my life, or I can, it, I can kind of let it be my moment and say, look, I, you know, I was good enough to win. Yes, of course, I would have rather have won than had it played out that way. But he says. You know, it's a good lesson for golfers everywhere. And he goes, I just happen to be attached to it. And, you know, I guess even if we look at another instance where, I mean, for Vandeveld, maybe that was his one moment. For Phil Mickelson, he's had plenty of moments. But for him, he might never win the U.S. Open. And for him, his moment might have been at Wingfoot, where he's sitting there with the lead on the last hole on 18. And he pulls out his driver and puts it into the hospitality tent and, Afterwards, he said, you know, I am such an idiot. That was his famous quote afterwards. But, I mean, that's another instance maybe, Jeff, where, you know, Bones was his caddy at the time. I mean, what was that conversation going on like at that point? Yeah, you're, well, playing that, that, well, you're playing yeah. well. They're going for it. It's t- it would have been hard if you're – you know, I guess it would if you're driving it good all week, you know, and it's just – But he wasn't. Yeah. He was he – was, that was the thing is that he was missing everything. Yeah, then then for sure. I mean, the driver's a club. You can kind of get your, the yips with the driver as you can with the putter, you know. So if you're not – if you're like I said, if you're going to drive it – if you've been driving it good and you're confident, let it rip. Go ahead. You know, pl- make that aggressive swing. What you don't want is a tentative swing on that last hole. You want an aggressive swing. Conservative target, you know, cocky attitude on that swing. Take a club. You know you can get into play. Make aggressive swing. But – yeah, it's easy to say in retrospect because if he pipes it down the middle, you know, we're not having this conversation. Uh, but uh, same with Vandeveld. But Vandeveld's career was so much shorter, and that was his yeah. one shining moment where Mickelson's had right. dozens and of opportunities. Right. Right. Yeah. Maybe the decision there is, look, at, I am Phil Mickelson. I'm not worried about money, points, card status. Right. I'm going to hit driver because I, I think I, that's my best opportunity. Vandeveld, it might have been, hey, I – I'm playing for maybe my future pro career here. If I can, if I can right. get this win, this is a huge difference. Whereas Mickelson maybe didn't have that on the line. Well, so you know, so much much of it is, yeah. You know, Brian, you play golf. Everybody listen, like yeah. you have a feel. Like, hey, you know what? Right. I'm, I'm I'm confident with this. I'm gonna I'm gonna rip it. I'm gonna go for it. Right? Yeah. Um, I I always feel like if you play tentative, you're gonna hit. You're not gonna hit a good shot. I agree. You know, and you're not gonna hit it very far, and then you, then you're compounding things. And you're around the guys all the time on PGA Tour radio who are not tentative about any shot they hit ever. Correct. Yes. And you know, Vandeveld, the mistake wasn't off the tee for me. It was. It was trying to you know the other stuff afterwards, right? right? You know, not taking your medicine instead of with that after yeah, after sure. you miss the drive, compound it. Pitch out right. sideways back to the fairway. Knowing that a bogey still gives you an extra shot to spare, you know if that's how you want to play it. And instead, he tried to advance it and go over the burn. And it, it well, how about out. Dustin Johnson at uh, Chambers Bay? Right, he's got a putt for eagle to win the U.S. Open, and most everybody watching, and most everybody afterwards saying, "Oh, just two putt for the playoff, hogwash! You got a putt to win the U.S. Open." Uh, it was a tough putt, but he liked the line. He went for it. He missed it. His mistake was he's too quick on the comebacker. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I admire the fact that he was trying to make the putt to win the U.S. Open. It didn't go in, and then he rushed over there and didn't go through his routine and then missed the comebacker. And the, yeah, the problem was the routine. It right. wasn't the first putt. The first putt he was just trying to make. Yeah, you're not thinking about anything but yeah. making that. And I think, I think you know, the players, when you have that chance, you've got to grab it because the opportunity. Look how hard it is to win each week on the PGA Tour, let alone a major championship. Try winning this week here at the Portico. Right. It's going to be hard today. Yeah. yeah. You've got the nerves. You've got the, the energy. You've got guys chasing you. Good you've players. got Yeah, and, and then the thought comes in 
and you know these are your uh, most of them, I had Garrett Rank in the field, but he's got uh, too much to overcome. NHL referee who played in the U.S. Open, but I'm just saying, you know, these these 20-something-year-olds, like this is a chance to uh, win a tournament. David Duvall won, right? I mean, so uh, Phil Mickelson, yeah, Phil Mickelson. We're talking about him, yeah, right. I mean, you know, there's pressure. I'm like, wow, I can win the same tournament Phil Mickelson won. Like and that, that comes Tiger into play. Did. Yeah, Tiger never won this tournament. Yeah, yeah. and and for you know. The guy's going out to play today. Hey, you're sitting over over that Nassau. You don't want to lose the match and have to buy your buddy a beer at the bar, and you're nervous about that. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. But this you know, is fun, though. Playing yeah. for the Open or the Porter Cup. Yeah, you, the more nervous you are, the more important it is, the more fun it is, too. Yeah. Though. So, uh, yeah, I get, you can see why these guys like Mickelson never want to give up playing that rush, that adrenaline, that, you know, he still plays competitively at his, and he grinds it out because it is so much fun to be in that position. And if you're a guy like Mickelson, you just keep putting yourself in that position. If you're Mickelson's age and you're missing cuts and everything else, Golf might not be as much fun, but when you're as good as he is, it's certainly yeah. fun. Yeah. It's remarkable how consistently well he's been over the years uh, and has avoided major injury. He has, yes. Right? I mean, it's his fitness regimen. Well, I don't know if you know. Well, actually, well, it's been better lately. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, he's had to, you know, uh, he yo yo's. I can relate to that, but he, you know, he yo yo's at, at times with his fitness. And, you know, I think everybody can understand that, too. Uh, with a family, and you look at his contemporary, and you know, I know he's six, seven, six years older than Tiger, um, but you know, he's uh, the most comparable, anyways. And you know, Tiger couldn't avoid the major injuries. That's right. Seven twenty-two here on seven twenty, rather. I'm sorry, on T to Green here on WGR. We are live at Niagara Falls Country Club in Lewiston. Final round of the Porter Cup is actually underway. The first group out this morning went at seven. Uh, the 720 group is uh, on their way out of the course right now. The leaders tee off at 11.50. Kevin mentioned Garrett Rank, the uh, NF- NHL official. He goes off at 9.10 this morning. Uh, if you're maybe wanting to come up and check him out before maybe you see some of the leaders going on here today. TD Green presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedge is inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Michelob Ultra, Custom Turf, and our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantara, and Briar, will be at Fox Valley next Saturday for our show here on Tee to Green. Coming up uh, in our next segment, Cassie Stein, the tournament director here at the Porter Cup, will join us live. And, of course, we'll be talking much about the Open Championship going on at Carnoustie. Zach Johnson, Kevin Kisner are tied for the lead going in around three. Those uh, That pair tees off this morning at 11 a.m. If you're looking for TV coverage of it, it's NBC uh, the rest of the way. If you want early morning tomorrow morning, like you know, four five thirty, five in the morning, it's morning. Golf Channel, and yeah. then you can then it switches over to NBC. That's when you're just not going to sleep tonight. It was you know? actually earlier because right. we we were leaving at five. And you had yeah, it was still it was already, already yeah. Uh, Kevin, before we go to break, we ha- we mentioned we're at Fox Valley next week. Part of the reason we're at Fox Valley next week is to kind of get everybody hyped up for our Duster Putting Challenge, which is coming up on Friday, August third. Yeah, and and for those who are, aren't aware of what this is, uh, this will be our third. Uh, the D3, we're calling it this year, our third annual Duster Challenge. It benefits the Western New York PGA Reach Foundation, which uh, has programs that help our, our veterans. And I've seen Jeff and uh, other members of the Western New York PGA uh, at Fox Valley working with the veterans. It helps with uh, PTSD and uh, other programs. So we're raising funds uh, for that with this event. It's 50 bucks to get in. You're going to get a, a gift uh, for participating, we're going to feed you. We've got beverages for you. So uh, thanks to our friends from Michelob Ultra. It's all going to be uh, a great time. You putt it, the 18 holes that are on the putting machine. They're not going on the course. It's all centralized right there. We've got music. 
going on. We've got uh, high-quality announcing uh, that's happening. Semi. No, and no uh, professionalism at its best. And the top 16 scores in stroke play go on to match play, the nine-hole matches. Everybody sticks around, watches the matches, the drama. All I know is everybody has fun. The lights are right. on. Yeah. The lights are on. Uh, the drama is great. It's an awesome time. Everybody who's done it says, this was awesome. This is so much fun. So if you want to come have a good time, you don't have to be the world's greatest putter. Come on and have a good time uh, with it. So dusterchallenge.com. That is where you sign up. You can register right there, DusterChallenge.com. Gonna Love to nice, have you. Love nice tea you gift. Yeah, nice yep. tea gift there. Uh, there there's going to be uh, a couple of uh, raffles going on there. Uh, one, uh, our friends T-Squared Putters. They're new on the scene right here in Buffalo. They are donating a, a putter for the event. We'll be raffling that off, um, and they make some odds. They were out here the other day. Players are they're testing them out. They're loving the putters that they make. So. We know the West New York PGA will be there. They're, they've got going to have uh, some giveaways going on. And uh, Custom Turf, one of our presenting sponsors, yes. will be there. Steve, Steve's going to be there. He'll be there. Competing, and yes. He's, he's bringing some samples of his work. So if you want to see what some of the stuff, great stuff that they do, I know that he... You'd think it'd be a better, I'd be a better putter. I, this, I, chip, I chip a lot more in my basement green than yeah. I putt. So I'm, I'm chipping well this year, but the putting. Steve came and uh, did some measurements in my yard. We're ready. Awesome. He's, he's, the, pr- the wheels are in motion. You're getting the 12th green of Augusta in your yes. backyard. Is that what you're doing? That's you right. Could. I'm working on the uh, the music as well, like Nance has in his backyard, <laughs> to have this the <laughs> continuous <laughs> Masters music on the loop. That's right. All right, we're going to step aside here from Niagara Falls Country Club, the final round of the Porter Cup going on. When we come back on T to Green, we'll speak with the tournament director, Cassie Stein. She's... Coming up next, everything on the Porter Cup. More on the Open Championship, our West New York PGA Tip of the Week. We're going to give away a spot in the Duster Challenge as well later on in our show, so stick with us here. Lots going on with Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Medes. I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for being with us. Tita Green, live at the Porter Cup on WGR. Got off to the start I wanted to, a couple under through seven. Um, hit a lot of great putts coming down the stretch. Probably could have made two or three more, but they all lipped out. And uh, I love where my putter is and, and uh, love my position going the weekend. That is co-leader at the Open Championship at Carnoustie, Kevin Kisner. He and Zach Johnson are tied for the lead at minus six. They tee off at 11 a.m. We'll have more on the Open Championship coming up here on our two-hour edition. Special extra hour this week is... We're live at the Porter Cup, and, uh, of course, we love talking about that here, this great local event that is in its 60th year here at Niagara Falls Country Club in Lewiston. Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro, Jeff Medes here on WGR. So, yeah, more on the Open Championship coming up. We'll get our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. We're going to give away a spot in our Duster Putting Challenge all coming up, but more on the Porter Cup. And joining us, if you uh, listened last week, you heard her preview of the tournament, the tournament director, Cassie Stein. Uh, is with us here. Cassie, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. The sun comes out just as you walk over. It's a beautiful guess. thing. It, it, it just works out that way, right? I guess so. Uh, yeah. Birds <laughs> were chirping. Yeah. <laughs> you've had pretty good weather this week. I know, obviously, sometimes in years past, you've dealt with, like, lightning delays and, and rain. It's been a, a good four days for you, right? It's been absolutely beautiful here. Knock on wood. There's a little rain in the forecast <laughs> a little later this afternoon, but we're hoping it stays south. It's been absolutely gorgeous here. And part of the reason, too, the earlier start, I know, for maybe people that had planned on coming today we're telling them that the 
the uh, the last group's going off at 11.50, but golfers are already out this morning. Golfers are already out. We're on time. We're rip-roaring and ready to go for this final round here. It's going to be awesome. Awesome. Well, Thomas Walsh has done a great job, has a chance to get it done today, a three-shot lead uh, going into the final round. Uh, what have you heard and seen from Mr. Walsh this week that has been impressive? He hits it so far. He just a just a mile down the fairway, which is incredible. Um, he's really he really hasn't made any mistakes this week. I think there's you know obviously he's made a few bogeys, but I think the only time he lost the lead was right here on the turn yesterday. He you know he made par at nine and then he bogeyed ten and the the lead flipped where Shea Wolves Cobb took the lead and then he birdied eleven again. So um, that was the only time he really lost the lead, but he's been really consistent all week and just making birdies. I mean he's at nine under, so he's doing something right out there. He's yeah. bo- bogey. T- Ten? Did he? I'm trying to think. Did he hook a drive? Was he in the tree trouble, or did he go long over the green? I think he went under. There's a big tree on the right down the fairway, okay, and he yeah. was under that. And um, oh, I he, hit it over that tree. Oh, so I don't worry about <laughs> it. Oh, <laughs> that was your third, and he hit it over the tree. That's true. <laughs> I think he won his conference championship, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he's the ACC champ. Yeah, yeah, he's a very good player at Virginia. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. So he leads. You mentioned Shea Wolves Cobb by three. Uh, going into this tournament, and we were in our first segment talking about, and Jeff was saying too, like the strategy of playing with a lead, and, and we were mentioning Gavin Hall's had this opportunity. We've mentioned him quite a bit over the course of the last couple of years, but closing this out sometimes for some is tougher than it sounds, and, you know, Jeff was saying too, like he's going to have to be under par today and maybe, you know, a few more than, than just one or two under in order to make sure that he's able to get the Porter Cup done. I don't think I've seen 16, 17, 18 play so hard at a Porter Cup ever. And yeah. I've been, I mean, not that I've been around for 60 years, let's get that straight, but I've been Kevin, around. Kevin has. <laughs> yes, yes. I've been around for a few years, but th- those holes are playing so hard this week that I, I mean, it, it might come down to it at the end at the end of the tournament, you know, which will be fun for a lot of spectators. I don't know about the players, but it'll definitely be a lot of fun this afternoon if it comes down to those three holes. Do, do you think, uh, and 17 in particular, because of, you know, our lack of rain, uh, it's been hard. Uh, the bounces on 17. I hit one to the right yesterday, uh, the other day, and I couldn't believe how much it bounced. Um, you know, uh, and where it ended up. I was like, wow. There's, yeah, for having no rain, the course is in incredible shape. Our our ground staff did an amazing yeah, the job. The greens and, are great. Yeah, yeah. The, and the greens. The guys have been saying. All the players have been saying they've never seen them faster than they have this year. They're it, so fast. Has the wind been like this all week, or has the wind been down? It's actually been just like steadily picking up. Okay. So that's gonna. This bree- I mean, it's it's a little. It's a little breezy, breezy out today. Here. Yeah, it is. these thermal breezes off the lake or something. We're up on the escarpment. That'll make it tough too with the the dry conditions, with the breeze, mm-hmm. with those the closing holes are, yeah. are are big swingers here. That's for sure. You say it all the time, Kevin. You mentioned to start, and we we were debating it with John Vandeveld and Phil Mickelson about committing to a shot today. If there is wind. Like, that's going to get in the head of some players, and, and you're, you're going to, at some point, as you said, I'm sure to be successful, like, this is my decision, this is my distance, this is my club, i got to go with it. And you, just, you may have to right. commit to a shot you're uncomfortable hitting or is not your go-to shot. You know, you may be a drawer, you have to hit a fade, you may, you know, you have to hit a bunch or chip it in or, or just trust you're going to land it in the right spot. So that that definitely comes into factor when you're trying to, trying to play well and trying to win a tournament, but... Most of these guys are pretty committed to their routines. I, I don't think any of them would start thinking about it till they get maybe 15 T. If you're if you're close there because of what can happen those last four holes, that's when you'd start maybe thinking about, hey, what do I have to do to win here? What, or, or those those kind of thoughts might start creeping in. I would think. Well, well these players too, they they've played here enough this week now where they know the positions they need to be on the surface. 
um, you know, depending upon the uh, whole locations. Um, there are some spots, you know, in some of these greens where, you know what, may not be good to uh, reach a green. It might be good just to be short, depending yeah. upon, you know. Right. Put uphill. Right. Yes, yes exactly. Right. There's, uh, I think of um, number 11, right? There's that little bowl in the green there. The mm-hmm. pin was there the other day. And yep. We are looking at Trevor Holbert's over there warming up, and I remember he had a putt for birdie, and I said, so what do you got on this? And he's looking at the book, and he's like, ah, I think it's right on. I'm like. I think it might be right to left. And then the member with us goes, that's left to right. <laughs> and, and it was all about pace. Yeah, it, it, so it broke it? all those ways. <laughs> it, it, was sli- it was slightly left to right. The yeah. member knew, obviously. Yeah, I always listen to the members. That's right. Yeah. 7.35 here on Tee to Green. We're live at the final round of the Porter Cup at Niagara Falls Country Club. Tournament director Cassie Stein is with us. Cassie, another familiar name near the top, Will Thompson, for those that uh, have maybe uh, listened to uh, our coverage. We've talked about him now for quite a few years i feel like what yeah, he, he was, was here like when he was 15 thir- or so he won the junior 13 he was 13? here 13, 13. Yeah. yeah 17 now he's not even so. in college yet is he he's no he goes to, to Tex- he goes to texas next year oh he's still no. got one more year still got one more year in high school so oh he'll be so yeah right? so this is a familiar name he's mm-hmm. what six back heading into today so you know that's that's doable Abs- we know we know oh, how absolutely. Cor- that uh, things can flip and a change her in a hurry here you know it's been really awesome to see him you know he was here at 13 it's been really cool to see him like progress you know yeah. he finished like T-60 a proud mom. Bo- yeah. i guess <laughs> sure but he was like t64 his first year and then you know he gradually gets better and now he's in the top 10 it's it's just really incredible to see and it's really cool because he's a local kid and we we like seeing locals do really well here yeah, he's the Will's. real deal too it seems like yeah he's been playing good for a long time yeah will is from rochester um, how about just some of the other – we've mentioned Walsh, Shea Wolves-Cobb as well. We mentioned Thompson. Uh, some of the other players this week that even you've had an interaction with or just uh, an interesting story or just someone you've been impressed by their golf game with. Yeah, I'm actually really – I would love to see Kevin O'Connell do something. Um, he's, you know, he's from North Carolina – Cary, North Carolina, but he's a mid-am. We haven't had a mid-am win in 20 years here. Wow. So I think it'd be really interesting to see if he made a push. And um, yeah, it's not the, not the weatherman, Kevin O'Connell. For, for those that uh, might not know what that means, <laughs> can you describe oh, mid-am what mid-am yep. means? A mid-am is a, a player 25 and older. Yeah. <laughs> 25 and older. You don't think of that as a mid-am. But, um, yeah, yeah, 25 and older um, is a player. So um, he's 30. So uh, it would be really cool to see that happen just because there's so many incredible college and amateur players out there that just to see um, – I guess an older guy, if sure. you will, That's right. um, play well, experience. I like it. that. If you want to see a guy with a pretty I thought you guys were only 24. You guys aren't <laughs> mid-ams yet, right? Not yet. <laughs> Close. Just over the oh, age limit. Shoot. Just, just became a mid-am. Shoot, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The um, I know when we got here, you know, six something in the morning, the setup for the show and everything, but everybody's out and getting ready. It's I know that uh, it's quite a team effort here. That you've got the membership has to, of course, as Kevin said, give up the golf course, but uh, you've got people doing scoring, people doing rules out here, cutting greens, raking the bunkers, getting all that sort of stuff here. Uh, it is a lot of people. There are a lot of people involved in making something like this happen. Sponsorships, concessions, all that sort of stuff goes into yeah, it. Yeah, it's really a team effort. It, I, I might just be speaking on behalf of all of us, but it's truly a team effort from the pro shop guys to the grounds crew to the volunteers, like you said, to the executive committee. It's it's really just across the board. The members have been awesome. It's the sponsors. We can't you know we can't thank them enough. It's just been incredible. It's a it's been an incredible week. Uh, it was cool to see uh, some of the names uh, competing this week. 
uh, legacy players, oh, I like yeah. to call them. Uh, you know, like uh, you know, Trevor Holbert over there is dead. Mike's uh, here uh, caddying for him, played in the PGA Tour. Uh, Lenny Matisse's son. Um, Lenny Matisse's nephew. Nephew, his nephew. Nephew, yep, Mike. Uh, is, is playing here. Uh, Roland Massimino, right? His grandfather, yep. the great Roland Massimino, yep. the basketball coach. Uh, it's, it's neat. And then um, Ali Schneiderjans, his brother, right, his Luke. Brother. Luke right. is in That's the field. Right. I noticed that last name. I was wondering. I was going to ask you if there was a connection there. Well, yep. Luke right. wears a hat. He was wearing a hat the other day in the in the. Ollie's got great hair. We always one see of that. the local kids is caddying. He goes, he's wearing a hat. I'm not. I'm not caddying for him. Yeah. I want him without a hat, just well, like Ollie. Well, just like just like Ryan Moore, that'll change because financial pressures on Ollie, you know, right. are, are you know just giving up too much money not right. wearing a hat mm-hmm. on the PGA Tour. Yeah, sell hair care products on the side. Yeah. Well, like that guy Rock, Robert Rock, right in the Scottish yeah. Open. That guy had a good head of hair right there. Yeah. <laughs> I understand why he doesn't wear hats, no doubt about it. Absolutely here. So this is the 60th year, Cassie, and you've been involved as term director. Is this your fourth year, third year? I think it's my fourth. Fourth year. I think so. Your time Twitter fl- game. You've got a good flies. Twitter game going this week. Yes. Oh, yes. thank you. Cassie yes. does have a good Twitter game thank going. You, you want to see some interesting shots and Yeah, the poor cup, get a little... Like- Background and yeah, check out your yeah. Twitter page. You want stuff on there. How do people get? Right. In, you know, I, I've been talking about playing in the Ham Am, and I've played in it uh, probably five of the last six years. Uh, how do people get into that? Because it's a cool. What, what it is, it's it's like a pro am. Um, you know, but yeah. you, there's no pro, so you know, we're the Hams and the Ams. Uh, you know, out there playing, you get to play with one of the competitors, and it's a really neat thing. You get to meet these they're great kids, you know, and mid-ams. Great kids and, and mid-ams. And mid-ams. <laughs> well, how, do, how do people get involved in that? Dude? Yeah, um, it's really through sponsorship and word of mouth. So if, if anyone wants to be involved, it's honestly just getting a hold of the tournament directors or myself and just getting involved more, even if they want, even if people want to volunteer or um, just come up and watch, really. We, d- we just want spectators and people here and um, – yeah, just just contact us. It'd be great. Yeah, so just plan ahead for next year. Yes, uh, that's why I, I'm planting that right now. And if you you know if you're a golfer, you want a cool golf event, uh, you know something to participate in or, or come and help out in, or as Cassie said, just come yeah. and watch. Yeah, right? just come just watch. Come and check it out. Absolutely. I mean, these are, these are the to- the future PGA Tour stars, right? So if you see them now and. Then you go to another tournament years later, and you're like, I saw you play at the Porter Cup. They'll should, absolutely remember it. I should be handing out business cards left and right to try to get, hook up with one of these guys. <laughs> Make your name with the next Tiger Woods or whomever. Yeah, no That doubt. was a joke, actually. But, yeah, okay. Whatever. Yeah, I wasn't sure what you, you yeah. want to teach them. You yeah, want as a teacher. Caddy? No, oh, as okay. a teacher. All right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You fix your swing. You can, that's right. Yeah. Well, you know what? One of the, the interesting things, right? I mean, well, let's look at Jordan Spieth guy who taught him how to play golf right uh cameron uh just he stayed with him oh yeah yeah you know like well you get to know a person's motion and, right. and how that you know what you know, what the people develop patterns and subsets of flaws and it's, it becomes easier sometimes you can if you see shot patterns you know the guy's swing and you can always refer back to what you know about it there's only there's, there's only one bubba watson in the world right, right. He taught himself how to play and never had a lesson right, right. well even the many. michael greller story is really fun with that Yes, right. that That's is right. right. Michael Greller was a teacher. Was a teacher, and he caddied part time in the summers. Right. That's mm-hmm. how he spent his summers caddying. And, and they said, "Hey, this kid needs a caddy." The guy has been. Can you caddy for him in an amateur event? Right. He was actually with Justin Thomas first at the U.S. Junior. Wow. Right. And then <laughs> hooked up with Jordan somehow, and the rest is history. Yes. Right. That's no. And I now didn't know that story. Yeah. One of Brian, the most would famous you quit caddies your teacher in the job to caddy on the PGA Tour? I don't know. It would, be, it, would be an entice, it would be an enticing opportunity. You don't you know. You wouldn't. Like that. <laughs> well, if, I, if you were telling me it's going to be Jordan, you know, the, the career that Jordan Spieth has had, no doubt By about the way, it. I saw Aaron Alpern last week. 
Mm -hmm. Buffalo, you yep. know, he was on the bag for Smiley Kaufman. He's on, on the bag with Conrad Schindler. Actually, right good now, so he's been on uh, with him for a good portion of the season. So it's good to see him back yeah. on the tour. Cassie, the defending champion, Brandon Wu, is teeing off at 8.20 today. I know that uh, this was he had played in the web.com event at Peak and Peak. Um, I'm sure his score is not where he wants it to be this week, but I'm sure you, I know you guys were happy to have him back. No, but we're like we're really excited to have him back. He's been a great you know ambassador this week. Um, he was really great at the players' dinner. He wore his green jacket, um, and then he'll wear his um, green jacket today. I mean, unless a miracle happens, but right. um, he'll wear his um, green jacket today at the award ceremony and put another green jacket on a champion today. So yeah, we couldn't be um, more thrilled with Brandon being our 2017 champion and. He's just he's just been great this week. And the winner today gets, as we've said, it it can be a path to to start the pro career. They'll get to play in next year's LeCom Health Challenge uh, down in Peak and Peak. Yeah, it's been a great um, partnership and relationship that we started with them. Um, it was actually really great to, to for them to get Brandon in this past year because it wasn't part of our our deal, you know. Yeah, and they let him. Um, yeah, and they let right. him in, and he made the cut. He played great, tied for forty first, and. Um, yeah, we're really excited for next year, and any of those guys are more than deserving, and I'm sure we'll represent the Porter Cup well down there. I should have mentioned I saw Nicholas uh, Quintero warming up over here. He was the International yep. Junior Masters champion this year, yep. got an exemption into that's this right. field. So. I, that's, what's, that's what we said is, is so cool now that, you know, yes, it takes some great golf playing, but someone in the International Junior Masters could actually end up with their PGA Tour card if they if it plays out right. That's a... That's a <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. Look at it. There's a chance. I'm saying no, but it's, exactly. but it, that's how you can 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 promote to these guys. Look, you play in the International Junior Masters, you get a win. You play in the Porter Cup, you get a win. You go to the web.com, you get a win there. You get your card. Like, I mean, yes, Jeff, I understand. It's very difficult to do, but that's your pathway, and it's that's your Lloyd Christmas moment. That's right your there, that's your right? moment. Right, that's the Hollywood <laughs> script, but just showing the difficulty level of how to get there, but it gives these guys that dream, that focus, that chance of, you know, you get a piece of it, it gets you a step closer at the very least. Let's remember though, that movie, though, if, if it happens, if he wins That's the true. International Junior Masters. I'm taking Masters, all trademark right here, rights. Just, we right just here. wrote the script. <laughs> I got right. a, So this, there's a Senior Porter Cup. There is. Still looking. When is that? Yes. Um, It should be September 7th okh. through the 9th. What are the age elements that? Because we're probably closer oh to that. Um, I'm real close. The seniors Except are 55 and older. Ah, I gotta wait. Yeah, we gotta wait. Yeah, <laughs> the super, right. the super seniors are 60 and older. Yeah, we definitely. The legends, that. I believe, are 70 and over. Wow. All right. I don't think it's 65. I Something to shoot 70. for, Brian. That's right. The Senior Porter Cup. All right. I'll have to work on that. I gotta have goals. <laughs> Follow the process every day. I just talked about that Hollywood script. I'll. Uh, I got time to get ready here, Jeff. We're gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna have to work really hard to get there. Start ready. with the gym. We got. <laughs> Thanks. You know, you could have said, you know, Brian. Uh, man, I, tough crowd I, this I morning. Know. You could have said, you know, Brian. I think your your putting's getting better. Maybe you have a chance. No, right to the gym. <laughs> Jesus. Don't pay no attention to the big bagel and donut I ate on the way up in the car. Well, Cassie, good luck. Uh, just want to give out. Those, by the way. Yes. Yeah, appreciate that. Well, they didn't make it past uh, past yeah. our car ride. Um, you want to give everybody just for those listening they're going to come out today spectator information yeah so actually plays already started but um it's free to the public so please come out and watch um there's a there's a parking area um the boy scouts are running it so all we ask is for a little donation for them but just come out and watch some golf it's going to be an incredible day thomas walsh has a three-shot lead let's see if he can hang on shea wills cobb he's the lowest ranked player in the field let's see if he can make a comeback which would be i mean also incredible yeah. so um it's just gonna be a spectacular day 11:50. the leaders tee off 
And if you want to, if you're unable to come today, you can follow at PorterCup.com, and uh, there's a leaderboard right there. Cassie, great job this week as always. Thanks for doing yeah. Thank you. all of uh, your radio me. hits along the way here with me and the others on our station. So uh, yeah. I'm sure we'll do it again next year. Thanks so much, guys. Okay, Appreciate thanks. it. Thank you. Cassie Stein, the tournament director. It's the 60th annual Porter Cup here at Niagara Falls Country Club. Okay, we'll take a timeout. When we come back, we'll get our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. Mr. Metis with his great insight. Coming up next right here live at the Porter Cup on TD Green on WGR. Seven fifty-one. Welcome back, T to Green, live at the final round of the Porter Cup here at Niagara Falls Country Club. Thanks to tournament director Cassie Stein for joining us. Last segment, leaders teeing off at eleven fifty. Golf is already underway, and uh, as Cassie said, it's free, and uh, they encourage spectators to come on up and uh, cheer these stars on. Yeah, you see the folding chairs getting carried out to the must be the key spots out on the golf course hey, out there. By That's the right. way, if you have to go to the DMV for any length of time, bring a folding chair with you. <laughs> I saw that tweet this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Your back was sore? Not only mine, but everybody's. Uh, listen, I, uh, our county executive tweeted back at me, but it's not his department. It's a county clerk. He tweeted back also that he's requested funding for that. Good. So See, fo- go my Twitter feed to Mayor, follow along there. Mayor Kevin Sylvester in a couple of years. Well, you know, yeah. whatever. I appreciate, just, I appreciate that. Kevin. You, you have a place that's got a long wait. Let's have chairs with no backs on it. And I re- really felt bad. There's a lot of old elderly people in there. Like, they can't sit for hours. Anyhow. I digress. I think I think that that was it, my tip of the week. Bring a folding this, chair with you to DMV. That's like my it. tip of the week. This show, I feel like, with all the avenues that we have here, like we we really we can change could be, America. We can change, you know, like the amount of advice and tips and everything that we could have here well, to, to make Western New York a better place. And right? people are like, "Why'd you wait that long?" You know, just, I was taking my daughter for a permit test. Yeah. She passed the test, photo taken in less than an hour. Here's your number to wait three hours to pay. How the hell does that make sense? Uh, we're right here at a counter. Let me just pay you now and get out of here. But, you know, hey. It's amazing sometimes beyond that, too, how, whether it's a company, business, whatever, like how sometimes the lengths you have to do to give them money. No. You know Listen I mean? to me. It's, <laughs> if it were a business, I would find a way to get people in and out so they'd use my business. That's true. Right? But it's not a business. It's a requirement. It's, yeah. it's a government entity that has no efficiency in it. And I, you know what? The people there were great. I, I want to say it. the people working there, they were great. They just need a way better system and more tools to do the system instead of having to share a computer. Anyhow. Anyway. All, all right. right. That's, not, that's not a golf tip. That's a good tip. That's though. a life tip. That's, that's a life tip. That's a get your blood pressure up comment. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's right. You know what? Anyways, congrats to my daughter. And yeah. careful on the roads. Now you'll careful. be scared. Absolutely. Yeah, I am scared, yes. frankly. Kevin Sylvester with his tip of the week. PGA Pro Jeff Metis with his tip of the week in just one moment. I'm Brian Koziel, merely just uh, playing traffic cop to here this morning as we're live at the Porter Cup. Final round going on right now. Thomas Walsh is your leader. 11.50, he uh, and his two mates today going out. Shea Wolves Cobb and Tyler Strafasi uh, going out today. Walsh has a three-shot lead on Cobb and a five-shot lead on Strafasi. Okay, our Western New York PGA tip of the week brought to you by the Western New York PGA. The Western PGA has one goal, promoting and growing the game of golf today, tomorrow, and beyond. 
And if you've been watching the Open Championship, or maybe you've been just playing golf around Western New York, uh, if you've been playing in the North Towns, like I was this week, it has not rained since, like, what, May? So you may encounter a crusty lie. Uh, you, if you hit your ball into an area, there might be some kind of the, what we call hard pan. Uh, at Carnoustie, we're seeing it, too. The ball just rolls, rolls, rolls. The ball sometimes is rolling even into the crosswalk area where spectators are walking through. And you're hitting out of a lie that has a very, very hard base to it. So let's talk about hitting out a hard pan, hitting out of something that's not going to have much give to it in terms of uh, when you're striking the ground, Jeff. What's the thought process there? Well, a couple things to understand. First, um, if you watch the best players in the world, the bottom of their arc, so the, where their club reaches its lowest point, is typically two to four inches in front of the golf ball. So if you understand that, you're going to want to make sure that happens when you're hitting off hard pan. The other thing you're going to want to have is that handle leaning forward. So the grip end of the club is going to be closer to the target than the – than the head end of the club. So you want a little bit of forward lean, and you want to be on your, so I'm going to talk for a right-handed golfer, you're going to want to be on your left post. So you're going to want to be on your left leg, a little bit of forward lean in your shaft at impact, and maybe move that ball back a bit. Um, This is not a shot you'd probably want to try to hoist up in the air. It's a shot you probably want to drive on a nice flat trajectory. So my tips, if you get in a hard pan like that, um, and you're hitting a full shot, a little more weight on your left leg, maybe move the ball back in your stance a smidge. Um, I wouldn't choke up or anything like that. I just make sure that I'm coming in. There's a steep angle of attack, so if you pick the club up above your head and just dropped it, that'd be steep. If you sweep the club away low along the ground, that's shallow. You'd want to be a little more shallow, a little bit on your left leg, a little bit more weight on that forward leg and that handle leaning forward. When that handle gets back, that bounce of that club could be introduced if you hit a little bit behind it. Off that hard panel, skip right into it. You can blade it. And just make a confident, aggressive swing. If you're up there um, tentative, you've got very little chance of success for that. So so get over there. Just lean a little left. Get that handle ahead. You know, and, and make a nice, confident, aggressive swing in that situation, understanding that you, you know, what causes the bad shot there, and you can avoid it. I'm glad you said the word skip because I, I find chipping on the hard pan the most difficult because of skip. Yep. Yeah, the bounce of the club skips on it. How do you avoid that? Well, uh, same idea, really. Um, you don't want to hammer down on it when you have your wedge. When you're chipping off that stuff, it might be a little more difficult. You do want to be. Confident, aggressive through that pitch. You know, not tentative. Um, make sure you have a good firm strike. Um, the bounce can be your friend to some degree when it's firm like that. If you, it's a little different technique, but for most people, you're going to want to have that. Use a little less bounce, maybe. Um, so instead of sometimes your lob wedge or your 60, if you play a 60, will have actually less bounce than your sand wedge. A lot of times people have a 56 or a 55 degree sand wedge with 12 or 14 degrees of bounce, and if they're not real proficient pitchers and chippers, uh, it might be a difficult shot for them. If if they take their 60, it might have 8 degrees of bounce or 4 degrees of bounce. That would make it a little bit easier. Also, your pitching wedge on the other end of that spectrum would have less bounce. Um, keeping that handle ahead, get leaning on that left leg, and a nice, aggressive, firm kind of a pop through there instead of a, a tentative, wishy move through the pitch. That's a that's a difficult way to hit a pitch off, off a hard pan. Yeah. Well, the example that I saw at the Open Championship this week that reminded me to bring this up mm-hmm. – um, Matsuyama, who's been playing with Woods this week, you know, getting TV time because he's with Woods. Um, he, on one of the holes, was so far that it, the ball went into the crosswalk. And Faldo mentioned that skip of the blade. He had so little yardage into the green, he was using, you know, maybe whatever, a 56 or whatever sort of wedge. Uh, and he's like, you got to be careful of the bounce here. And 
it actually flew on Matsuyama, but part of it was, too, you could see as he was getting close to striking the ball, it, it, it literally looked like, he, you know, you're hitting on ice there. Like, the, the club kind of skidded through the well, shot. Well, the bounce, is, if people don't understand, the yeah. bounce is the trailing edge of the club is yeah. lower than the leading edge. So if, if it is that firm, it, yeah. it's very difficult. Yeah, you'd want to get some forward shaft lean and try to put some spin on it. Um, in he that said case, it was like it was a bad break. He said to land there because it just it's been mad. it. Not only he said is it rock hard, but now people have been walking on it so all it's week. Completely and, mad. Yeah, yeah, that would be a difficult shot. And it, and the other thing is understand your limitations to that shot. You know, don't try to hit a shot you can't hit. If you if all the course is giving you all this lie is giving you is a certain shot, hit that shot, take your medicine and move on. You you will have bad breaks. You're playing the British Open. We talked about this on the way up. You're going to have bounces that are peculiar, unfortunate, but you're also going to have fortunate bounces. So uh, kind of live with it. But, yeah, if you just if you understand the concept that that bounce is going to skip through there, you get that handle ahead that deletes the bounce a little bit yeah. um, and get on that forward leg a little bit more through impact, that should mitigate it. Good tip there from Jeff Minas, our PGA Pro, with our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. Western New York PGA doing a whole bunch of stuff around Western New York. If you want to check out everything they have to offer. Oh, it's a busy calendar. Get involved. West, it's WNYPGA.com. You can check out more tips from Jeff, video versions at buffalosportspage.com on the TD Green Golf section. And uh, we, we're putting a new one up each week. Yeah, uh, there's three good ones up there so far. Yeah, yeah. We got, uh, yesterday we put the, the driving tip up. He's got a, a, chipping, a chip and run tip out there and bunker play. So uh, check him out. Yeah, uh, Jeff Medis from Glen Oak. We did film them on Glen Oak's golf course and uh, help you out. Yeah, they're quick, but they get to the, the core of what yeah. you need to do to hit those shots. Yeah. 7.59 here at Niagara Falls Country Club. We'll step aside. Don't go anywhere. we got a, another hour coming your way. It's Major Week. It's Porter Cup Week. We're going two hours today. Got another hour of Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Medis. I'm Brian Colziel. Derek Kramer producing back in our Amherst studios. Thanks for being with us. More on the Porter Cup, more on the Open Championship, all coming your way here as hour number two gets started. Tita Green, live at the Porter Cup on WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.